Motivation with Amazon Music. You're still in bed? Didn't you go running? Oh, I overslept. I'll go tomorrow. I'm getting in the shower. Alexa, set an alarm for 5 a.m. tomorrow to Hard Rock Music. Okay, I'm up. The right song exactly when you need it. Amazon Music, the simplest way to listen to the music you love. New customers start your 30-day free trial at AmazonMusic.com. Renews automatically cancel anytime. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Everyone listening right now on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Anchor, iTunes, watching on YouTube, watching on LinkedIn, watching on every other freaking podcast platform in the world there is. Oh, and Spotify. Welcome to Morning Gratitude, everybody. I am super excited about today's guest. Um, As promised, we would do gratitude before we get the show started. So first things first. I am grateful today for the opportunity. Last night, we had an exercise where we went out into the community and um, and we gave out flowers to people. I didn't do it. I got at a, an emergency call. I would, did not have the opportunity. But today, I get the opportunity to go bless other people's lives by handing out roses to complete strangers. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I'm really, really excited, too, about our guest. I, I cannot express my gratitude for him enough. He is younger than I am, but he is somebody that I look to to motivate me. Um, He's somebody that has helped me a great deal in what I'm doing professionally, and he's done us an absolute blessing uh, to to really just have on the show and just to be able to call him a friend. Um, So with that said, Marshall Gillen is a social media business expert and inspirational speaker and creator. He's on a mission to save a million lives who will save a million lives. Uh, Marshall's leveraging his personal brand, Marshall Live, as a platform to create vulnerability, authenticity, transparency, and a passion through the power of storytelling. Marshall has leveraged social media and the mobile phone to document his rise. Hold on. This music's too loud. Sorry. I tried to segue this perfectly, and I screwed it up. Marshall has leveraged social media and a mobile phone to document his rise from a broke bartender to a six-figure coaching and speaking business in less than a year. Damn. With his daily live broadcast on social media, and if you're not watching it, folks, you must watch. Marshall has created a movement worldwide by giving people the permission, courage, and education and inspiration they need to step into their own greatness and start living the life of their dreams by creating for-purpose businesses that are designed to impact the world in a positive and loving way. Special shout out to E360 TV, Facecamp, Color Evolution, and SoCo Cannabis Creations for sponsoring the show. Let's get into it. Blacktop Mojo. I freaking love that band. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do it. Marshall, my man, welcome to the show. What is going on, Joshua? Man, let me tell you what, brother. It is such an honor to be here, man. I uh, First and foremost, I just got to say thank you so incredibly much. And it's ironic that a year later, here I am sitting on the Morning Gratitude show. Because if I was going to say the number one thing that I've instilled over the last year that literally changed the game for me, it was learning to be gracious for what I had right? Give that gratitude back. So 
I just want to start the show off by saying, man, like how incredibly grateful I am to be here today with you uh, and get to co-create, share our energy. And uh, like, this is our job, man. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, you've already kind of said what you're grateful for, but is there anything else? Because typically the first question is, what are you grateful for today? Oh, dude. I mean, like, how long do we got on this show? What am I grateful for, we, man? I mean, I, I, I literally could go on and on and on. And I think that for me, you know, I've I've really gotten to a place in the last year where I can quickly make these mindset shifts and I can find gratitude in anything. Now, sure. for people that are watching this, whether you guys are live, come back in the replay or for those listeners out there. Look, I know that we hear it all the time, like, oh, you gotta, you got to be grateful for what you have if you want to get anything more. Like, we hear that all the time. And when you're broke and when you have nothing and when you have no purpose and vision, you're like, whatever. You're like, whatever. Like, whatever, bro. You don't know, right? And um, so now it's funny that you asked that question uh, because I could go on for everything I'm grateful for. I mean, I'm grateful for the fact that I live in a first world country. I'm grateful for my cell phone. I'm grateful for the beach. Like I'm grateful that I was able to get up and walk to my coffee pot. That's plugged into the wall with hot water, cold and you know, warm and hot. I mean, there's just so much to be grateful for. I get to get up and work out every single morning. I'm in good health. I have people who love me. I mean, I could literally go on and on and on because when you decide that you just want to see the good in life and you decide how to, uh, that you want gratitude instead of frustration and anger. It's just a decision you make. So it's, it's, uh, it's tough to answer because I'm literally grateful for so freaking much, Joshua. I, I learned something over the weekend and obviously gratitude is a huge part of my life. I mean, I do this show every day, but I learned something that when I'm doing my own gratitude practice, that when I say I'm grateful for something, I immediately say, why? And then I answer the question and then why and why and then until I'm out of whys. And it's really helped me feel the gratitude as opposed to just having it up here. It's it from that standpoint, it's made my gratitude really powerful. But really quick, I want to give a shout out to the, the iHeartRadio audience, iTunes, Spotify. Thank you guys for listening. You can join us over at Facebook at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Um but uh, so you're going to wonder who the heck we're talking to. Nick Harris, John, my man, great to see you guys. Lauren Harris, the world's greatest. Uh, he's just an amazing coach, uh, just terrific, terrific guy. I love him. Did an amazing speech this weekend, one that I have not heard him do that blew my mind. And Sarah Cruz, welcome. Thank you so much for watching the show. Um, yeah, we got some heavy hitters on here today. Dude, it, Nick, every one of these people are people that I respect and love, and I've gotten to know a lot of them because of the show. And then talking offline, it's right. like these are really quality human beings, and that that makes me want to get up and do the show every day. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, very much likewise for me too. And uh, you know, the daily lives that I, that I do, you know, that's that's one of the, the uh, parallels that you and I have. And I think for anybody listening that still doesn't get it yet, I'm I'm telling you, we'll just real quick is that when you're able to find the thing, the thing you're passionate about the most and you leverage this, this, this phone and this free social media right here, like it changes your whole life. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to be uh, on uh, bathrobe moments with uh, Lauren tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I got a live later tomorrow afternoon with Sarah Cruz. Like these same nice. people that, that we meet, that we meet online, they're just people we meet online, but we start surrounding ourselves with higher level people, like-minded people. And before you know it, you're going to events, you're hopping on calls, you're doing live streams. And then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, Joshua and Lauren and Sarah, they're my friends. Even though I've only met you like twice, I haven't met Lauren yet. I haven't met Sarah yet. But like 
these are people that could call me and I'd be like, yeah, what do you need from me? Like, let me give it to you, you know? And, and there's not even friends I grew up with that I would do that for. So it's just, again, gratitude and a blessing to have social media and a mobile phone and be so connected. It really, it, I found too, since I've started doing this show that people from all corners of the world, now all of a sudden I'm meeting them in person. It's, it's like, whoa, this is so wild. I would never have dreamed of this. <laughs> never. And, but it's, it, it's also the coolest thing. I mean, I have to admit, I get a little geeked out and I kind of blush a little bit when I meet somebody who's like, yeah, I watch your show. I'm like, you do? It feels <laughs> good, like, bro. Oh my God, this is amazing. Dude, so, it feels good. It's that helper's high. It, <laughs> would you say? Helper's high. I love, I'm stealing that. I've never I, heard right. that before. I haven't either. I'm stealing it from somebody I, I at a conference this past weekend. It's all yours. <laughs> Dude, that is fantastic. So one of the things, like, I want to ask you, because if if you, the, the people that don't know you, which is at this point would shock me, but for the people that don't know who Marshall Gillen is, like, give us a brief, like, what you're about. I know what you're about, but I want them to hear it from you because you're yeah. someone that leads with the heart and you have a ton of passion for what you do. I, I appreciate that, Joshua. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, keep it short. Okay, we're going to try this. No, you can go. No, 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 no. You have free reign, brother. You go I, off. Do I your appreciate thing. it. Uh, and for people who are watching, uh, I know some, most of us are listening, but for some of those who are watching, I just like to preface it and say, I just, I'm outside. I'm having class outside today, so I have my sunglasses on. Uh, I just always feel a little impersonal when I start these with my glasses on, so I just want to throw that out there. You're good, bro. But uh, what, 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 really what I want to say, guys, is, how have I been able to define what I do? What is it that, I, that I've figured out and how I've been able to grow this brand? And, and kind of for those who know me, my story is I grew up in a small town in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, on a farm. So I grew up very blue collar. I was taught work, work, work. There's no point in sleeping. There's no time for fun. Why would you want to go to football practice when you go home and work? And that's just how I grew up. Now, my parents were divorced when I was three. Uh, my, my real father is a severe alcoholic. Uh, he was, um, he nicest guy in the world, but he just drink, drink, drink. And, uh, he would just become this terrible person. So my parents got divorced and about a year and a half later, my mom got remarried to a new guy. And the first couple years were amazing. This guy was freaking amazing. And I loved the crap out of him. Uh, and I still very much do. But, um, as I started to get older, you know, around 10 and we started working together every single day on the farm, I was not going to spring break to cool places. I was not hanging out with friends on the weekend. I was not doing after school activities. I was working. And the time about 11, 12 years old, when I realized that, look, like, what is going on? I don't want to work all the time is when my dad, my stepfather and I really started to get to butt heads. And that relationship looking back now was, was an absolute crusher because, uh, you know, he, he was very emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, verbally abusive to me. Uh, so, I grew up on one hand where I would go out and out to school, uh, junior high or high school, and I would I would be crushing it. You know, homecoming king, team captains, prom king, class president. You know, the parents are like, oh, Marshall's the most well-mannered and the best kid ever. We love him. And then I would come home to the farm and I would be told how much of a worthless piece of, you know, crap I am. And I'm just another uh, worthless Mexican like my dad. And, and I'm going to be a pothead and a loser alcoholic and like these terrible, terrible things, dude. And the, I do just want to say as a disclaimer, this was not him doing this on purpose. This was how he was raised loveless. He had no other model. So when I tell these stories, I don't tell them to villi vilify him. 
This is just sure. unfortunately how he was raised, and that reflected back on me. So what you have as a product is this kid who on one hand will go out and have success and all these great achievements, but he comes home and he's told that it doesn't matter. Nobody ever goes to watch you. Nobody ever pats you on the back and says you did a good job. So I started to develop this, this understanding that no matter how much success I had or how good I did, it would never matter. So now you have this like 15, 16, 17-year-old kid who's sitting in his bedroom all by himself crying himself to sleep at night. I hate life. I hate, I'm angry. I know that I'm never going to be any good. I know that I'm never going to amount to anything. And this carries over all the way into my twenties. So I get a full ride academic ride to go to school. Um, and I drop out before the first semester. I've actually been to five colleges. I have zero college credits. And again, this is the, the loop that I was stuck in where I go up and up and up. And as soon as I start to have a little bit of success, I, I sabotage, I self-sabotage it. And I just burn it all to the ground. And the reason the loop I was in that I didn't know until just very recently was that, that that's the loop. Because I always did, I always learned that if I do something good, it's all going to come crashing down. So insulate yourself before you have a chance to get hurt. Now, not surprisingly, uh, all this talent and this, all these praises that everybody on the outside wanted to give me, I was never, I could never feel them because I was so insulated from what my stepfather created that I knew I, Joshua, I knew I had no hope and no options, none. So throughout my twenties, it was just one story of wasted opportunity after wasted opportunity. And it was all masked by drugs and alcohol, um, and partying. And I really kind of came to a head, uh, 10 years ago when I was 23 and I just had had enough that night. And my room, I had just moved to San Diego with a roommate who I, who I didn't know that well. I was all alone. I had only been there for less than a year, first time that far away from home. And I was like, you know what? I can't take this anymore. My girlfriend at the time I found out was, uh, had gotten a boyfriend. And I said, you know what? Like, I, what's the point? Like literally what is the point? And, um, I, I decided to, you know, you know the story. I decided to go out and buy a bunch of drugs that night. Uh, I bought a bunch of cocaine, bought a bottle of vodka. I grabbed my prescription to Xanax that I was, I had tricked, you know, the doctor into prescribing me um, so I could have it. And I was self-medicating. I just took all 50 of the pills I had left. I did all these drugs. I drank my bottle of vodka. And I was like, that was it. And I was going out. I was like, I was out. I was on the floor and I'm, I'm, I have nothing in my apartment besides a laptop and I'm staring at pictures of this, my old, my ex-girlfriend time, uh, you know, with her new boyfriend. And I'm just like, I, I'm ready to go. I call my mom just one last time to just to say goodbye. And, um, I I'm starting to fall asleep and I'm starting to slip away. And my mom is on the phone and she's screaming, Marshall, 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 wake up, Marshall. And, um, that's my best friend in the world. And in that moment, I had just instant regret about the choice that I, I had chosen and I couldn't do anything about it. That was it. And I just went to sleep and, um, thank God my roommate came home later. or came home shortly after that. The ambulance came, they got me to the hospital. I woke up and in that moment, it was in that moment that I realized, Oh my God, like what, what am I doing? What am I doing? What did I almost do? And it was in that day that I, I understood. I go, you know what? I've got to understand how to have more value for my time. But I had no idea what that means. What does that even mean? And the thing of it is, is I didn't even, how, where did that thought even come from, Joshua? And I don't care what you believe, Allah, God, Jesus, the creator, the universe, whatever. But <laughs> something, 
something planted that in me, something in that moment touched me. And I still, this is a 10 years ago. I had no idea what this meant. And something touched me to the point where it was like, I'm going to save you, but you got to be willing to meet me halfway. And it was in that moment then that I woke up and I started to realize that I've got to do something. I've got to start to understand how to get more value for my time. And now I'm on a relentless quest to show up, to let other people know that I don't care who you've been. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. You can totally, completely, utterly, unequivocally, 100% change your entire life. You are not alone. You are not worthless. You are. You do not have no hope or options. That's bullshit. I don't know if we can swear on this show. So I'll yeah, it's fine. But, but that's what I live every day to do now. So people see my brand. They see what I'm doing. And they, they, it gives them hope. It gives them inspiration. And then I sit here and I go, I'm pinching myself. I'm going, who the F am I? Like, what, what is going on right now? And that was in this last year that I started to realize, um, oh, I get it. I get what my gift is. And mm. now that's what I teach. And, you know, and Joshua, I'll wrap this up with saying, you know that I believe and very much like you uh, believe we believe that every single person, every single person in this entire universe has a special talent. And yep. if, if energy is neither created nor destroyed and we all came from one big bang and I am her and she is me and I am you and we're all together, then we're all the same. And that means that if I can overcome it, you can overcome it. And yes. now I live my life every single day to show, show up in a way that I realize that my special talent is my energy. I'm not, I, I can barely read. I can't spell like, like I, I can't, I, you know, I'm not, not the greatest salesman. I don't follow up. I can't run my business, but I can sit down on a call with you. I can be in person. I can give you my energy, my space, and I can totally shift your mind and rock your world and inspire you to do more. And since I got clear on what my special talent is, now I've been able to show up in a, in a way in the world that's just changed everything and every day now i get to show up and i get these messages from people who are like bro you're changing my life yada 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 dude i just closed like 10k in sales last week that's nothing that is nothing compared to how good i feel when i wake up to that message with one person that's choosing to take that step out of their comfort zone to have the courage to even ask me marshall how do I do this? Because I know how hard it is to ask that. So when I wake up to, I mean, I got three messages, right? First thing this morning, hey, Marshall, love what you're doing. How can I do it? And to me, I'm like, oh, let's go, baby. <laughs> because that's it. Because once you decide that you want to know what that next step is, that's all you got to do is just decide. Believe that you can do better. Show up mm -hmm. to the universe and the universe, you don't have to know the when or the how. Just know the why, the what you're going to do. And everything else will be taken care of if you show up in that powerful way. Damn. Okay. There's so much to unpack there. So I want to acknowledge you for your vulnerability and I want to acknowledge you for being able to, to overcome in that way. For, so I want to be transparent with you. I don't even know how we became friends on Facebook. Uh, and it's been like a year maybe. It has. Yeah. It, but like every time I watched you, I go that he, you reminded of me of me of what was inside me as a kid, because I'm that guy now at 38. The only difference is you figured it out sooner than I did. And it took me a lot. I had, I'm real hard headed right. and it took me multiple rock bottoms and it took, a, it just took a lot. It took near death multiple times for me to finally get it. It took me six jail cells to get it. 
The fact is, I looked at you and I go, you are inspiring me to continue my mission and to, to serve my mission relentlessly, pursue it relentlessly, because the youth, you are proof that if you get someone young enough, and even younger than you, by mentoring and working with the younger kids to keep that are hurting, other kids that have been molested, other kids that have been physically abused, other kids that have been told that they were not good enough, and we oh, share a lot in common especially the not good enough. And I've had to battle that up until, well, hell, I still battle it. Still sometimes. battle, yeah. Every when, people tell me, when people tell me that I, that, that like they love the show or they love what I'm doing, I'm like, okay, they're like, I, I don't really know how to take it. Like I'm I, getting I, better at saying, thank you. I receive because I do appreciate it, yeah. but I don't like, it, it's still hard because I have my dad's voice in my head going, and he was doing it to motivate me. Like you said, that's right, how he was right. raised. I forgave him, but I still have my father's voice saying after winning a golf tournament or winning a football championship or whatever, going, you could have done better. You know, yeah, you really, yeah. you really messed up there. And, and like, you, you need to go out and practice. We just yeah. won. I just won. Yeah. Oh, it, God. Yes. I know. It, exactly but it, it, it fueled. Now, here's the thing. My work ethic and my determination are fueled by that, but there's that balance, getting to figure out that balance of right. when does it not make you a crazy person? Right. Or, or when, when, because I do that too. And that, that fuel sometimes I want to tap into and I want to rip everybody's face off and I want to beat everybody. But, um, uh, Hey, there's my girlfriend. Hey, Shani, thanks for hopping she's out. Awesome. Man. Um, oh, man, she's amazing. I can't believe she puts up with somebody like me, but that's, that's the balance that I, I go through every day, dude. And that's something I talk with Shannon too about too, because like I'll wake up and I'll and I'll feel slighted by somebody that that um, you know doesn't see the value in what I offer, or they 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 discount me, and I'm like I want to beat you, but I also got to make sure that I'm not lit coming from ego, because my biggest weakness forever and always has been ego. It's always been me versus the world, and it's never been me versus me until recently. And when I was able to realize, oh, it's me versus me, and I don't have to be me versus the world, um, it's changed. But I, I get it, bro, because I'm like you. So I have got to check myself. But I do got to say one thing before we move on. And it's interesting what you said. Okay, uh, you said you're 38, I'm 33. And you go, oh, well, you got started before I did. And this is just something I always like to nip in the bud uh, when I'm having a conversation with anybody that's, uh, that's older than me or in their 30s, 40s, whatever. And that's this. Listen, technology came around at a time in our life when you were 34, 35, when I was 30, 31. So sure. what I want, what I just want to reframe and just, and you're a super high, a high level guy, but I just, for the audience, at least when you guys are of our age, like Josh and I are older than us, when you're looking at these kids who are 17, 20, 23, 24, and they're crushing it. And you're going, man, if I'd only gotten started earlier, stop being so damn hard on yourself. This technology didn't exist until just a few years ago, Joshua, you and I started at the same time. We yeah. just happen to be at different ages in our in our journey. And for any adult out there that's listening that goes, oh, I'm too old or I didn't start young enough, bullshit. That's yep. not true. We both started at the same time. The other thing is, is that, um, um, well, I don't remember, so let's keep going. Yeah. Oh, I, no, I, I never, go ahead. Yo, go, 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 go. Uh, I, I do want to say the last thing is the self-love thing. It's, uh, it has been very, very hard for me. It just like it's been very, very hard for you. So I just want to share a piece of advice that I was given uh, or, or in this past January that changed everything for me. And I had a good, good friend of mine who's an amazing coach and speaker. And uh, his, uh, he asked me during one of our masterminds, he said, Marshall, I just want you to write down a question for me. Write down a question and bring it to me tomorrow. I go, legacy, what, what, what question? He goes, 
whatever comes to mind first, you'll know when you do it. So I said, okay, the night finished. I woke up in the morning. I go, oh, crap. I got to write down a question for legacy. And the first thing that popped into my mind, Joshua, was why do I feel guilty when I feel so good? So when somebody comes and tells me, hey, you're a great show. Hey, I love you. Hey, you're amazing. Why do I feel guilty when I feel good about that? And <laughs> the reframe that he had for me that's allowed me to show up and love myself more, Joshua, was he said, listen, he said, if you believe that there's somebody above, right, then it takes all the pressure off you because now just think of yourself as a conduit. None yeah. of that comes from you. It doesn't come from you. It's a current. It's an energy. It comes through you, flows out of you. And now when somebody comes up and goes, man, that was badass, you just got to go, yeah, that was badass. I'm going to give that. I'm going to give the gratitude and glory to, to my God or my creator and realize that he, that he or she is using me. And that reframe has helped me start to love myself more when I go, okay, yeah, my hands are not on the wheel. Like I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is not like a religious thing. This is just a spiritual thing for me where I realize that the energy the universe provides me is my gift. I don't have to know how to use it. I just have to show up with why I want to use it. Let me ask you something, because we do have more similarities than I even want to go into right now. Um, I, I've i had the vision, for, like the same vision for my life since I was seven years old. I just ran from it, like nonstop. And it hasn't been until the last three years that I've started pursuing it. And Lauren Harris was the very first person oh. um, when I when I, when he was coaching me, and he still does. I mean, he's a mentor to me. But he said some words to me that, I'd never said to anybody <sighs> and it lit a fire in me like you wouldn't believe because it made me know that my vision was real. I love and it. I trust it. And, but let me ask you, because you do, you, you, you've, I know that you understand your purpose and your calling. Did you know it when you were young too? Did you have the whispers or it just come to you? Um, Holy shit. That's a good question. Ooh, you just gave me chills, man. I've never, I've literally never thought about that. And so this is all off the top of my head. And this is the first time I've ever spoken this. Um, for one, one is just a little love for our boy, Lauren. Uh, it's so, I just, I, I literally had to, you sent a less shock through my body when you said that, because it was specifically Lauren Harris who made that shift for me, bro. I'm telling you, he got on the phone with me like three months ago, four months ago. I don't, he said he didn't know why he said he just woke up and felt called to connect with me. And he gave wow. me some words that if it, if I hadn't had that call with Lauren that morning, this would be different right now. All of this would be completely different. He, there was one thing that he just unlocked, uh, that was just like, Oh my God, Lauren. Okay. Let's go. You're right. So back. Uh, so, so low, low love for Lauren. I know that's why I was just like, wow. But, what, um, so wait a second. That's when you did that video when you yeah. said, "Screw it, I'm going this way with my career now." Yep. So Lauren, freaking Lauren Harris, I'm telling you, he's gift from God. He, oh my gosh, he, I have he got, freaking chills right now. I'll, I'll never forget the words he said to me, and I, I've already talked to him about this. I know it's okay if I share this. And we're on a call. I'd never talked to the guy, just seen his stuff, and he's like, um. He says, oh, I just felt, you know, we're kind of chit-chatting a little bit. He goes, listen, I just felt compelled to call you. He's like, I felt like I had to tell you this. He said, Marshall, he said, what, what you're doing is so much bigger than you. It's so important. And then he goes like this. I'll never forget this. He goes, what you're doing, what you're going to be is, hold on. I want to get the right words because I want to make sure this is right. Legendary. 
says, Marshall, you're going to be legendary. And in that moment, I stood up off the ground that I was sitting on and I was like, let's go. Like, let's go. So, um, just specifically for Lauren Harris, I will always, always say, I have amazing things to say from him. He is one of the men in my life that unlocked what you guys and I'm able to give to the world, uh, which is interesting because the question was, uh, did I always know or did I feel greatness or did I feel the whispers? It's funny. I never knew that, never thought about it until you just asked. And it's crazy. Yeah, I guess I kind of did. There was always something in me as a little kid that made me feel like I was some type of all-star. And um, I feel like as a child, uh, I think every single child at some point feels like they're an all-star. And it's yeah. the circumstances, the parenting, the whatever that happens, the teachers. There's something in our lives as children where somebody goes, stop daydreaming. Stop looking over there and pay attention here. Uh, you can't do that. Get a real job. Be realistic. Yeah. And we lose that. So it's very interesting you say that because I feel like maybe I don't have kids, but as parents, I would love to know what they think and how are they able to cultivate that all-star feeling that children have because we all have it. Mine was just yeah. like crushed down and like completely hidden until I went and looked for it and then I found it. Lauren, we're blessed to have you, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it's funny, the, the first, not to take this into a morbid direction, but the very first time I had a vision of where I would be and where I was going was right after being molested. And then when I was physically abused, I would see it. And then as I got older and I was starting to hurt myself and I, you know, I quit being hurt. I was hurting myself. Every time I would crash and hit the wall and would just go, I'm ready to end it. I'm done. I give up. I would see this vision of what I was supposed to do in the world. And I'm like, and it's what got me off the mat every time but, and I would get, but the problem was when I decided to start pursuing my purpose, I I would like, I, I would do it. I was all in my head. I'm all motivated. And then someone would come up to me and say, you're always going to be a loser. You're always going to be an addict. You're always going to oh. be a cheater. You're always going to be this. You're always going to be that. And I'd go, yeah, yeah. you're right. And then immediately go right back to using or to what I was whatever. doing. Yeah. It was not until I was willing and I wanted and desired and was passionate about doing the work that it took to be what God created me to be, that those words didn't have the same effect uh, on You're so fucking cool, dude. I, I hope you know that. <laughs> I'm just a guy. Just a guy. Thank you, though. Dude, but no, I, seriously, though. You, you, what you're doing is just I, – I just I, – I, I knew what this interview was going to be like. It just But to spend time with you – co-create to share the energy like this i'm just like dude um you're 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 what you're doing joshua and how you're showing up and being vulnerable and just sharing your story <sighs> bro Ooh, come on now man <laughs> man i just to, to to deny what you're created to be for any of us to do it is the most miserable way of existing 100%. because nothing ever satisfied me I, i'm not i'm not gonna do the you i'm projected i'm just, for nothing ever made me happy. Nothing ever pleased me. Nothing was ever good enough until I started to take those steps and those leaps of faith and to test my faith daily. Like that's where I finally got to see God's miracles. That's when I oh, finally yes. got to experience joy of what it was like to live for something greater than myself. Because 
I think I really believe that we can we have a choice. We can use our gifts. We, it's impossible for us to not really use our gifts. We right. just can either use it for something self-absorbed and selfish right. or right. we can use it for what we were for other people, the way it was designed. Yep. And I was a monster, man. Like I like mm-hmm. I wasn't I, 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 I was able to utilize these gifts really for a lot of the worst things you can imagine. And, Ever, yes. Ugh. And it was empty. It was shallow. And to finally step into that, it's really where I've gotten to go. My faith in, in God and our creator, God, it is, it is grown every day because of that. And it also, I'm motivated to test my faith every day. Not like, okay, God, I'm going to jump off this building and I better fly. But I mean, to stretch myself, to, to really take a leap towards what it is I'm called to do. And that's what keeps me motivated every day. And yes, I have bad days. Yes, I get in my head. But still pushing through becomes a lot easier because of doing that work. Let me ask you something. Tell me about your gratitude practice because you, you are a writer. Like you, I, I've seen your notebook. I've seen you in conferences. Yeah. You're taking notes. And I've seen you on some of your lives. You show some of the stuff you're writing. Like you write a lot. Tell me about your gratitude practice. Is that part of that gratitude or what do you, what do you write about every day? So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight journals. I have eight different journals that I have with me pretty much at any given time. And um, I utilize them all for different things. Now it's funny you say that because organization uh, has always been my weak, one of my very weakest points. I, I'm a creator, bro. I, I mean, I live in chaos. Like I'm, I'm very seated in my pants. Like I don't need much information to get started. Like let's just roll. And it's, it really hindered me not in this business. As I moved into business and coaching people, it hindered me and things are falling through the cracks. So my amazing and wonderful girlfriend, Shannon, she is the opposite of me. She's very analytical. She, she's not like a, Hey, let's just make decisions by the seat of our pants. She's like, let's plan that shit. And, um, She's like, Marshall, you got to start writing stuff down. I'm like, Shannon, I don't need to write stuff down. Like, I remember it here. Like, you don't, I know it's different for you, but you don't get it. Like, I write it here. She's like, all right. So after like a few months of this uh, and me continually dropping the ball across the board uh, with relationships and interviews and, and she's, I just said, fine. I said, fine, fine, Shannon, fine. You win. <laughs> and um, seriously, just like that. And uh, I I got a notebook and I started writing things down. And, I, and it was literally, it took like four hours, Josh. And I was like, um, so, uh, this is pretty all right, Shannon. <laughs> since then, since then, dude, I just write everything. And this is one of the things that I found. Uh, I have, I will admit that I, I have a little bit of a tendency to not go back to all of my brain dumps. And I, that's what I call them brain dumps, but I, I don't hold stuff in here anymore because I am a creator. I need space in here not to be tied up. Otherwise, I can't flow naturally through life. So as soon as I have something in my head, I get it out of there immediately. And then I, I schedule or I plan time in my week, which are Sundays, to go back over my, my brain dumps in my notebooks so I can uh, you know, schedule content, new story ideas, new things I want to try, things I got to do on my success list, uh, things on my not-to-do list, um, all these things, right? So – it's, it's crazy how getting stuff out of your head will make a massive, massive difference. Now, and that's just how it started. Let me just get out of my head. But then it evolved from that, just like life does. When you start showing up and you break through the first challenge, listen, when life gives you a challenge or an obstacle, you guys, 
It's just giving you an opportunity to level up. And I know you've probably heard that before, but it's so true. One, the universe never gives you a challenge that you can't that you can't handle. And every single time you present it with a challenge, it's the universe testing you to see how much you really want to go to that next level. Because 100% of the time, if you show up and break through, you end up at that next level. So I'm sitting here and I go, okay, I got the brain dump. How can I evolve? How can I optimize this? How can I make it even better? And I started to realize, okay, well, I have one for coaching. I have one just for content. I have one just for goals. I have one just for gratitude. I have one for conference notes. And I have one for this and that. And what I then realized was the power of writing things down. And not even forget them out of your head, bro. I'm telling you, if you guys are not writing down your goals every morning and every night, like pen to paper, I don't know what it is. It's not the same as typing it in an Evernote or in your notepad, when you put this pen and you put it on this paper and you write it down, telling you, dude, I'm telling you, people are gonna think I'm crazy. It's like a magic spell, Joshua. I don't know what it is, but the universe will manifest what you want if you write your goals out daily. I swear to God, dude. So like just little things, like I wrote a couple months ago, I wanna have the number one watched Facebook show uh, that there is. Right. And I, I have no idea. I'm like, that's such an audacious thing to say. Like, screw you, Marshall. How are you going to do that? That's, that's my, my, but the bad Marshall talking. Right. But then just, just two days ago, one of my best friends calls me, we're talking about moving to Bali, renting this massive mansion and trying to fly influencers out and leverage it. Like Ty Lopez does by recreating like entrepreneur world, like the real world, but like a version on Facebook entrepreneur world. And even if we do that or not, all of a sudden I go, Oh my God, something that was literally like never would never in a million years even be possible. It just all of a sudden was like, Oh, Hey, here's that thing you mentioned. Here you go, bro. I'm like crazy things, you know? So for me, uh, writing things down has changed my life. And every morning I wake up, I drink a big old glass of water. I go sit on my couch to meditate and I meditate. I always start my meditations the exact same way. And it's with gratitude. I wait until I get into a place where I can feel that energy where I'm like, I'm literally buzzing, which I can usually get into pretty quick. And then the first thing I do when I'm in that feeling of buzzing, when, when I get present, I can just feel my whole body. and It's like tingling. I'm like excited. And I don't know what I'm even excited about. Then that's when I give gratitude. So the, I, I can't help it. The first thing I always give gratitude is just, it's been a habit now is I just think about this morning cup of coffee and I'm sitting there with my legs crossed on my couch. I'm buzzing with energy. And the first thing I like to give up to gratitude is I can get up off my couch and I, with my legs, I can walk to my coffee pot. And I said this in the beginning of the show, that's plugged into my wall that has hot co- cup of co- that has hot water that filters through coffee that I can go to the store. That's a block away and buy. That's my very, very favorite. That's the simplest thing that there is, right? But do you know how many fucking people can't get up and walk to their coffee pot? I mean, think about that. People want to bitch about their job and their and money and their family. Their mom was like, but they can walk. People can't fucking walk, dude. They can't <laughs> walk to go take a piss. They can't walk to go water themselves. They can't walk to feed themselves. All right. So when I think about gratitude and how I start, I think about the littlest things. I got sunshine on my face, bro. I used to live in a place where I didn't see the sun for months, right? So gratitude for me and writing it down. When I start my day, I start with that big glass of water. I meditate and I meet again to gratitude. Not only do I meditate on gratitude and think of three things that I, I, I'm grateful for from the day before, I call I want to I want to uh, highlight my wins. So I always highlight my wins 
from the day before. There's a win I had just that I've been given gratitude to over the last couple of days. And I just gave a, a talk at a mastermind here in San Diego um, on Sunday. And uh, I just had this gratitude. At the end of the talk, I had influenced a room of 30 people, all 30 so much that they lined up all around the room waiting to get the picture taken with me and to talk with me. And I was talking with these people and this one girl, I started to give her this, I started to create this space in a matter of like 30 seconds and she just started crying. And I grabbed this girl I didn't know and we just, we embraced each other and I could feel her energy and her sobbing. And it, and it just, there's no amount of money that will ever make me feel as good as giving to that girl what I gave to her. Because in her whole life, her whole life, People have been like, you can't do that. You can't do that. Who are you? You know? Like, and this girl who's amazing, she's gone through her whole life thinking that what she wants to do is not possible. And you're telling me that I just got to stand here for 30 seconds and share with you? And now it's changed your life? Like, dude, come on, man. There's just like, there's no amount of money that will ever match that. So for me, gratitude is easy. I started to show off with it. And it's how I'm saying now. It's like, dude, I start my day with gratitude. First, I feel the wins that I'm grateful for in my meditation. And then as soon as I wake up, what's the first thing I do? I write them down. And I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And then I move into my goals. And I know my goals. So they're easy. I, I Yeah, I write the same thing every single morning, every single night until I accomplish it. And it's the next one, right? I've got my three personal goals. And my three professional goals. Now, when I coach and when we hang out or when we work together, I have a whole list of actual goals that we set that are very detailed. But what is this everyday working goals that you want to continue to remind yourself to? And I'm telling you, man, the more that I meditate in the morning and night, the more that I meditate, the more gratitude I have, the more goals I write down, and then the affirmations that I give myself, which are just – um, which uh, – what I did is I wrote a letter to myself six months. I, 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 one of my coaches, Nick, Nick Unsworth from Life on Fire, he's taught me this process of writing your goal or writing a letter to yourself six months from now uh, in, in a way that is thanking you for accomplishing the goals that you set. So I'm writing this, I'm writing this letter in, in a way that says, hey, dude, I'm so proud of you for hitting that $85,000 a month mark. I, I knew you were going to do it. I'm so proud of how you've been able to love yourself and show up and change people's lives. I'm so proud of the fact that you continue to push and now have the number one show on Facebook Watch. Like, this is how I write this letter. So I write it all down. And then what I do, that's, that's what they teach. Now, I took it a step further. What I do is I, re I record myself reading that letter. Right. Oh. And then I put motivational like music to the back of it. And now in the morning time, when I wake up, I'll, I'll I can put that on. And it's me reading a message to me with the motivational music in the background. So that's my affirmation. You're a genius. And I'll string it all together. What has changed my life? Well, I'll say uh, the power of association is definitely very big, but we'll put that over here for now. What's changed my life first and foremost was laying the foundation of success, which is that morning routine. Every successful person has a morning routine when they wake up, period, okay? Those who have sustainable success and are actually making an impact. Um, and mine is water, first thing, I meditate, I uh, do my gratitudes, I write down my goals, I do my affirmation, and then I go work out. And then I come home and I crush the day. And some days are better than ever, others, right? Like you're not going to set a personal record every single day. But I always have this thing where I say, okay, these are the three secrets to life. Be honest with yourself every single moment. Be honest with everybody around you every single moment and show up to do your best every single day. And I promise you the world, the universe will take care of everything else. And when I say that, people go, well, how can I be the best every day? 
Well, you're not always going to be the best. How can you be the best version of you every day? And some days you're going to wake up and not feel like doing shit. But okay, that doesn't mean that you, you might not set a personal record on that day. But in that moment with that feeling, how can you try to overcome it to still salvage the day and be the best that you can be? So yeah, it might not be realistic, realistic to show up as your very best every day. But how can you still be the best even when you're not feeling the greatest. And with those three things, being honest with myself, honest with others, and uh, uh, showing up to try to do my best every day, and then instituting that morning routine, I'm telling you guys, success is sequential, right? It's, it's like dominoes. It's not, it's not a bunch of things all together. It's one thing at a time. One domino falls into the next, into the next, into the next. So everybody hears entrepreneurs like you and I having success, and they go, oh, there's so much to do. No, there's not. There's not so much to do. There's only one thing. You only have to do one thing. And once you figure out what that one thing is, just do it. And that, that domino is going to fall, and then the next one thing will come up. And that domino will fall, and then the next one thing. And that's how it started for me. That's it. Like, literally, it was just one day I decided I had to find more value. If I want better answers in life, I understood I have to ask better questions. And I used to not be a very good question asker, so I didn't get very good answers. And like you said, we all have a talent, and we either use that talent for good or evil. Now, I've just told you guys that my talent is my energy, being able to lift people up. Well, it's funny that you say that, Joshua, because I used to use that talent to fucking wreck people. I mean, (laughs) just wreck people. You want to challenge me? You want to tell me I'm wrong? You want to come back my feedback I'm gonna wreck you and I don't know what it is about it I, I never understood why I was able to so easily and quickly find that one weakness in your foundation like and then just knock it out and watch you crumble and it, I used to use my talent like that not on purpose but because I was so broken I, I was so di- unaligned with what my purpose was sure. and the day that I tried to kill myself and I came out of it I realized holy crap I got to figure out how to get more value for my time. And I got to figure out what this is inside of me and how to use it. And that's been 10 years. It took me 10 years. Now, I will say this. It doesn't have to take any of you watching 10 years. If I had understood back then the power of association and what it meant to get coaching, I could have, I could have spread this up a long time ago. But I just was too scared. I didn't understand how to invest. I didn't understand how to ask for help. I didn't understand how to love myself. So, Whew, that was a long-winded answer, but it really the gratitude is just one domino in a long line of seat in a long sequence that has led me to be here right now today. Honored to be on a show like yours, to have a platform where I can talk to people. I mean, my God, look what you've built. Look what you've built. And you just invited me on here. I didn't have to do any of the hard work to leverage your platform, but I had to do the hard work to to do for do me to have the right to be able to leverage your platform. And that's what I want people to get from this is that stop stop trying to figure out how you're going to make a million dollars. Stop trying to figure out how your business is going to be the best. Just start asking, how can I be the best? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And if there was no money or no business to grow, how would I show up in the world every day? And I know you've heard it before, but I swear on everything, I swear to God, I'll give you all the money in my bank. If, if after a year, what we've done, it doesn't pay off for you, I'll give you all the money because it does. If you show up and you find out what that talent is and you stay relentless on trying to help people with your talent, trying to save people with your talent, then the rest is game over. It's like, it's like, dude, this is a cheat code. Like it's cheating. I'm cheating, bro. I'm hacking life. It's not even fair. Who am I? You tell me all I got to do is show up, be grateful, write down my goals, uh, positive affirmations and try to be the best every day. And I get to have whatever I want. 
<laughs> uh, okay, sign me up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I did you – can you see me right now? Are you still there, Joshua? Can you see me? I'm there. Can you see me? Hold on. I'm going to bring it back in. He can, can you guys see me? Can you see me? Dude, Dude can you see me? I can't see you. Hold on. This is so crazy. I'm on Be Live completely jacked up. Can you see me? Hey, what's up, man? Dude, can you see me? Oh, no. <laughs> can can Be Live see me right now? I can't see you. Hey, what's up, man? I, I can't see you still, brother. I'm going to log out and log back in. Okay, hold on. That, can you guys see me? You can see and hear me, right? Okay. <laughs> he is, that's how amazing he is. He just went off and carried the show by himself. He carried the show by himself. <laughs> I was hey, gone I'm here. for 15 minutes, and you just carried the show by yourself. That's how amazing you are. <laughs> hey, sorry about that. <laughs> I could no, I could see you, and I was like, Whew. "You're killing it." Perfect. I I don't like be live. You guys suck. <laughs> like, it's time for me to change a new. I'm changing platforms. This is awful. This has happened three shows in a row. So um, all's well that ends I'm, well, dude. You're amazing. Oh, like, I appreciate it. Thank you I, so much. I, here's the thing, like. We'll have to collaborate again. Yeah, 100%, um, bro. Because I, flowers, handing out flowers, uh, going to work with the youth, uh, going to jails or prisons and talking. If that's anywhere in San Diego, if it's one of those three things, uh, feeding the homeless, uh, anything. Oh, I, and I want to start a big push with feeding San Diego. So anything in that genre, dude, I, let's collab as soon as we Absolutely. can. Let's start making video footage. Let's start using our energy to start influencing people to go out there and make a difference. Uh, dude, I'm all about it. I, I would collaborate with you all day, every day, man. Um, it. It, is a, it is a blessing to know you, my man. Um, and I'm, I'm so grateful that you came on the show. Thank you and so for much. the record, so because you came on the show today, I'm going to give you a giraffe. Heck yeah. Yeah. You cannot sell it and you cannot give it away. What are you going to do with it? How big is it? It's a full-size giraffe. I'm going to ride it. I can totally see that. <laughs> I'm going to ride it to, 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 uh, to get attention so I can stay, have a bigger, taller platform to change the world. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I love it, man. Thank you so much for being on the show, brother. And it I will see you very soon. And now the only thing, the only thing is, is now that you, I, you have got to come on and do a live with me now. Of course. All right, course. bro. I'll let you go. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate everything you're doing, bro. God bless you, man. Thank you. Care, Bye. How freaking amazing is that guy? Amazing. I am a San Diegoan. Yes, I live in Little Italy. I'd love to hang out with you guys. I can't say enough. Um, I, I, I got dropped off. BeLive killed me. Um, hi, Rydell. Good to see you. And we need to reschedule, by the way. Um, that... So I tell everybody, for the record, and I tell Karen all the time, like, you've got to watch this. I call him a kid, which is not fair, but I'm older. So, you know, but I'm like, you have to watch this guy. Like, this guy's going to change the world. And, and, and he's, he's terrific. Like, it's just a blessing to know him. 
and to be a friend. And I mean, I've learned so much from him. Like, I, honest to God, like I, I've learned a ton. I cannot recommend him enough to help you. I mean, he's one of like Lauren is the best coach I know that will help you to understand and discover your vision and, and help you for your speaking. If you're wanting to speak, Lauren's the guy. Marshall as a business marketing coach is the best I've ever been around. I trust him a hundred percent and I cannot even begin. I never pitch people on the show. I don't sell out for anybody unless if I can stand by it a hundred percent. If you have Mar Marshall's a guy, like if you don't know this already, Marshall's the man, seriously. Um, his energy is incredible. Like I want to go run through a freaking wall right now. Um, but this is what it's about. Like I, so I look at people like him and it fuels my fire. Like if I'm struggling for inspiration, he, he just ignites something in me because he lives so passionately and, 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 and he's the real deal. Like he's not fluff. He's not just talking to talk. He's a student. Every time I've gone to a, a seminar that I've seen him, he's taking notes, he's writing, he practices what he preaches and that's what it's all about. He's the real deal. Um, and I, and I'm just, it's just a blessing to know him. And I'm so happy he came on the show today. Um, thank you guys so much for joining. If you guys felt that that interview was powerful, please share, tag somebody. He's freaking incredible. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much for uh, coming on the show today and spending that with Marshall and I. Um, he crushed it. I feel like I didn't do any work today because he just brought the freaking, he brought the thunder. Holy crap. Anyway, God bless you. Tia, Lissette, Shannon, Ruth, Tucker, my man, <coughs> Tucker, the replay, like, just like you, when you were killing it on the show and we got, had technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Rydell. Good to see you. Tia, always good to see you. You're in PB. Love PB. Check that out. Uh, who else is here? Bonnie, always great to see you. Lissette, Lauren Harris. He's coming to Chicago too. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Cannot wait. Love the guy. Uh, who else is here? John Richter, thank you so much for joining. Who else is here? Well, of course, Marshall. Um, uh, golly. Kyle, Avril, thank you guys so much for joining the show. This is just wonderful. God bless all of you. Have an amazing day. If you have the opportunity to help someone today, it doesn't matter if it's opening the door for them, help them across the street, opening a car door, whatever. Do something for somebody today. And more importantly, if you haven't, pick up the phone and call someone that you haven't talked to in a while and tell them that you're grateful for them. God bless you guys. And yes, let's definitely have dinner, uh, Marshall and Shannon. That would be awesome. Um, I, I can't even imagine the energy. Shannon, you sound a lot like my Karen. <laughs> so I think we'll all get along. Kwanda, thank you so much for sharing. Way too powerful indeed, Bonnie. Wow, these comments, you guys are absolute. Compliment, like, yeah, compliment someone. Tell them you're grateful for them. Freaking amazing. Catherine, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, you guys are, yeah, it's God bless you guys. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This was everything and more. I can't even even getting kicked off of Be Live temporarily. It didn't even affect the show because Marshall just killed it. So I can't wait to watch the replay. Yeah, help someone today. 
If you have ever, you have the opportunity. Like if you're out and about, you're going to see someone, even if it's a smile, like look at them in the eyes and smile. Like sometimes that's enough. Let me tell you a story really quick. I think I've shared this before. So I was homeless. I'm, I'm keeping the show going. So there was a time in my life that I was homeless not too long ago in LA. And I was really wanting to just end it, like giving up again. There was another time in my life. I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. I, I, I'm done. And, and I didn't see any way out of my situation. And I got a phone call from someone that I had not, I didn't really even know. And they said, hey, would you like to help produce the Grammys? That wasn't the Grammys, I'm sorry, the Emmys. Would you like to help produce the Emmys? And I'm like, um, yeah. And so that little gesture of just giving me an opportunity. And as entrepreneurs, I think we all know this. We have ups and downs, right? And those downs suck because most of us, when we're riding an entrepreneur high, it's like, yeah, I'm invincible. I'm unstoppable. No one can screw with me. But then when we're down, it's like, oh, God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get out of here? Okay. That's why it's important for us as entrepreneurs, as, as just human beings in this world, to reach out and collaborate Include people in your life. We are meant to work together. God created all of us to collaborate, to have community. That's why this divisive crap that happens, this dividing based on religion. And look, I'm, I'm, you know, my faith. Like I'm, but the dividing by religions by saying, ooh, you're Muslim or ooh, you're not a believer, you're Buddhist or you're, 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 ooh, you're a Christian. No, 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 no. God created us all to work together and collaborate. We are not different. We are the same. All of us. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, if you're gay, if you're transgendered, whatever. Like we are meant to collaborate and work together because the one universal language that matters is love. Well, truth too, as my man Lauren Harris says. But truth is love. Love is truth. And we are meant to work together. So the reason I tell you to reach out and if you see somebody that is in need, if you see somebody that is struggling and you have the opportunity to help, even if it's a smile, even if it's a word of encouragement, or if it's an opportunity, you do it. Because there's going to be a time in your life that you're going to need someone to do it for you. It was done for me. And it's the very thing that, I mean, look, I went down a pretty dark path. But that got me to another day and then another day and another day and another day. So reach out, collaborate, be willing to collaborate, be willing to work together. Don't step on people's throat on your way up. You lift them up and you collaborate, you work together. I promise you the world works much better. Your life works much better when you're willing to collaborate and work together and help people. Spread the love, spread the love. God bless you. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. You take care of business. Let Office Depot Office Max take care of you. And this week only, all PCs are on sale. Save $250 off this HP laptop. Plus, protect your investment with an accidental protection plan. Office Depot Office Max and OfficeDepot.com.